You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast Live Show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. Tonight, the Lokis meet the architect. We get some doppelganger love. And in other shows, we learn that hashtag doppelganger lives don't matter. What? <laughs> but first, how's it going, you two? Pretty good. Going well. So, yeah, tonight we'll be discussing the, the feature topic, of course, is Loki episode six. Uh, the final episode of season number one of at least two we've learned. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Spoilers. That, that does seem like a spoiler, <laughs> but that was that's headlines. So mm-hmm. I, I did. But see they, that. they kept that thing hush hush and they were like shrouding it in mystery. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually a really we're not good confirm it. But we're not going to deny it. Right. Actually, that is spoilers. I shouldn't have said it. Right off the top. Look we'll, at try to, we'll try to avoid more spoilers till we actually start talking about Loki. Yeah, and then we're going to spoil it, so. Everyone dies! There will actually be death. Because there didn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be any death this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe one character died last episode. Maybe. Maybe. Oh my god, everything's a spoiler. I would have been reincarnation, baby. <laughs> anyway, about the other stuff I was talking about. I know Melanie and I have watched a few things. We finished a show we've mentioned before on the show. We watched a couple movies, so we'll talk about that briefly. I won't talk about Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or else this will be going. The embargo again. stands. The that's a it's a self-imposed embargo, okay? I don't know any secrets about the future Doctor Who stuff. I can't wait. When is mm-hmm. it coming? I don't care if it sucks. Give me more Doctor Who. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Normally, I'd be saying, hi, Savannah. Hi, Paul. But I'm not getting any comments in right now. So mm-hmm. I yeah. know that Paul was heading to Crypticon in Kansas City. So <gasps> yeah. if, he is, uh, if he's there, he may not be at a, a place where he can view us. Tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Savannah's doing, but I know she was out of power for way longer than we were out of power. So, like, several days, at least. Hopefully, she's gotten it back by now. If not, then that's ridiculous. But not yesterday, but the day before, for sure, I know she still was out. Yeah, we there was a kind of a wicked storm that blew through a few, uh, man, a few days ago now. Uh Yeah. Big chunks of Omaha lost power for a long time. Like, 100,000 customers, approximately, lost power in Omaha. Yeah. A tree hit my car, but it didn't really do any damage. Wow. Yeah. Those trees are terrible drivers. I know. <laughs> Just going uh, wherever all willy-nilly. It's I'm, called a turn signal tree. Use it. <laughs> I'm retweeting at Jesse Kiefer on Twitter from the at Grolix podcast account so that I don't have to actually type it up. It's like a variant. <laughs> it's like a variant Twitter account. Weird. <laughs> right um, everything's a variant so we're gonna go put it to work then yes all right there's something i'm forgetting mm. 
Well, you think about it. How about we see, hey, Jesse, did you watch anything? Nothing super interesting. Uh, I, I've been continuing mm. what I've been watching, which is that Netflix uh, documentary series about pop music. Mm-hmm. And so okay. now we're up to uh, music festivals and Britpop. Ooh. Thing. So basically the episode was about Blur and um, Oasis. I, like that's pretty much the whole episode. <laughs> I don't really know anything about Blur, except right. that it's uh, Damon Alburn, I think that's how you pronounce it, is in mm. there, and he is freaking amazing. Right. I like. They're, his- they're a great band, and like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, but the, they're also gorillas, you know. Like, is yeah, it, is it Damon yeah. who is gorillas? He's gorillas, yeah, along with an mm. artist, and then he's also just did some weird random solo stuff that i like to like closet romantic is like this weird like creepy polka type song but i love it um i feel like he won the war you know like mm -hmm. oasis oasis was arguably the well i don't even know if it's an argument uh oasis was the bigger band Mm -hmm. out of the two but at least over here they were uh, but he is doing more things. Like, what, yeah. what are the Gallagher's even doing? Are they doing anything? I'm mm-hmm. sure they're doing something, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, like, I know so many people who like Gorillaz. And from what I've heard from people that worked with him on some of the albums, uh, he's like a legend to, to a lot of people, to a lot of younger people that are coming up in the business because he shows them, he'll take them in and show them things that, like, teach them. You know, he's, they're like, he's, like, he's a great mentor, mentor for people. And that's exciting. Yeah, it was it was an interesting episode because I don't know a lot about Britpop at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, other other than you know, Oasis and Blur were big for a little while, and all we ever knew was like the post grunge Blur, that whole woohoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Randy, did you figure it out, Randy? Yes. Uh, so, a few things that we watched. Um, I mean, I didn't figure out what I'm forgetting, but I got stuff ready to talk mm-hmm. about. A few things we watched. First, I'll start with something that is not super Grolox-y, but uh, The Hunt. It's a movie came out last, I think last year. It basically, it it was a movie that got delayed for several reasons, like a couple times. Um, it did eventually hit theaters, I think, in 2020, and then finally hit, uh, I think, HBO Max now. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and it was initially delayed because it's kind of it's a satirical type movie, but it's also hyper violent, hyper violent. I'm, I'm, come on. It's good. It's gory, but uh-huh. like a little you know, bit of the ultra violence yeah, kind of, but it's like gleeful violence. It's yeah. not, it's not make you feel bad violence necessarily. It's like horror movie violence where it's kind of fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think there was, I mean, listen, if you delayed a movie release for every school shooting, there'd never be movies again. Right. <laughs> Just saying. Dark. Yeah, you're right, but dark. But it was initially scheduled around, uh, I don't remember what weekend, and then there was, a, I think, a school shooting or some type of shooting, and it, the studio's like, oh, this is, this is violent. People are going to get upset. Mm-hmm. But this was this is a movie that caught my eye because there was some controversy because it is kind of, it's a it's a dark comedy mm-hmm. in which ultra progressive elites kidnap a bunch of uh, conservative internet trolls and then hunt them for sport. 
<laughs> wow. It's, it's wow. And it's purely the kind of and I don't know why it would be controversial because it's it's very on the nose. I mean, it's commentary, right? But it's it, right. it's so on the nose and it's kind of taking the crap out of both both sides. Right. right. They're like there's very crappy people on both sides. Uh <laughs> But, uh, right, right, and the, those liberal gun nuts are worse than the ones on the right, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, it's fun. I liked it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It's a little for- forgettable because I actually was like, "What was that movie we watched? What was it?" It took me like five minutes before I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's not super memorable, but it's it's an interesting watch. There's definitely some surprises. It mm-hmm. it does. Um, more than a few times, this is a slight spoiler, but it's all kind of early in the movie. More than a few times, you start following characters that you're like, okay, so this is our main character. It's not. So <laughs> yeah. it does that a couple times. It does the old uh, Janet Lee on you a couple times. So mm-hmm. that's that's a reference to Psycho for <laughs> kids, mm-hmm. kids who don't know those noobs. Or you could be like Scream for younger people with the uh, what's her name. No, you can't. You can't. Sydney. Of course, though, I guess if you look at posters and stuff, it's not hard to figure out, like, kind of who the main character is. Mm -hmm. Actually, Scream is probably too much of a deep cut even for the kids these days. That's true. Sad. I I wonder. Oh, this is okay. I want to I'm going to share some images sorry podcast listeners in the future sure he's sorry he's this is sorry. a this is a great one because this is a good poster wow because it even like they put they're like no no never mind <laughs> this is the yeah it, the poster itself point, point pokes fun at getting uh canceled mm-hmm. getting the release delayed and stuff I, I maybe i'm slow i i never did get why the pig was there what was the pig for so they could talk about Animal Farm, I guess. Oh, okay. It, the pig's named Orwell, which, oh. you know. Hmm. But, you know, they could have just talked about Animal Farm if they wanted. They didn't have to have a pig there. But whatever. Because that made it a little weird, I guess. Made it more surreal. If there's going to be a pig in a movie, I want it to be Nicolas Cage's pig. And I want it to be questionable what he does about it. Mm-hmm. So it took me a good chunk of the movie to figure out who this was. And I had to look it up. It's the one chick from Glow, not. It's the oh yeah the like a uh, what the, is the, the apple exact, pie, yeah yeah the uh, the American. I can't remember something. her name, her character's name. She is amazing in this. I think yeah yeah because she's so weird. She plays it super weird, almost off putting. She mm-hmm. looks like the like she. It's interesting thinking about her in this and then her in Glow, where in Glow she's she's almost like um she's not like upper class, but she's almost like too good for wrestling and all that. And in here she's very southern but also like I don't know, almost antisocial. It just mm-hmm. she holds her face in a way oftentimes that looks like she's in pain or constipated or something. She just plays it so strange, but mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. I thought like, I kind of think she's the best part of the movie. She is. She plays sure. Debbie 
who also Debbie. plays Liberty Bell. That's it. You know, obviously still doing it like a southern thing there. A southern but, thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. The worst part of this movie is Hillary Swink, and that's just because uh, I don't like Hillary Swink. But Paul Paul says new Her- Hillary Swink movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I can't believe this movie took so long. Here it is, like July. I can't believe it took so long to hit streaming. But I think they were. It was too swanky for us on streaming. <laughs> I I think since it kind of like well what it was then rescheduled for March thirteenth. That would have been leading right into COVID. So, yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking they probably held it back to kind of make as much on the digital rentals and purchases as they could before it hit streaming. And they didn't want us to hunt for it. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I, it's worth, I, I'd recommend it. It's not rated super high, but it's also the kind of movie that's, I could see turning a lot of people off. It's not amazing, but I thought it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, Hillary Swank is not in it much. If you're not a Hillary Swank fan like Melanie, but it, I don't know the way it handles her. It gives her like the, a big reveal and it's like her name was on the poster. And also mm-hmm. she's not Sigourney Weaver. She doesn't get that kind of like, oh, the camera swivels around and you're supposed to be like, oh, it's Hillary Swank. Like they could do that for every movie Sigourney Weaver's in. You, you can't do that for Hillary Swank. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's won some awards, but she was also the next Karate Kid. So there you go. I, I was almost going to go there. I was like, I mean, I'd be happy to see her in uh, the next season of Cobra Kai, which is nominated for an Emmy. Emmy? Emmy. Nominated as a best comedy or whatever. That's more oh. prestigious in mm-hmm. Emmy. The Emmy. Yeah. The Anemone Awards is just shaped like a thing. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I never did see Next Karate Kid. Maybe she's great in it. I don't know, but I, I just don't like her. That, it, Mel. Melody, she kept, she kept like, you know, oh, I hate her. She's the worst. I'm like, Melanie, that's the next Karate Kid. That's the next her. Karate Kid. She is certainly not the worst part of the next Karate Kid. Really? Wow. Well, the bad guys are so, I mean, if the, you thought the Cobra Kai were cartoonish or outlandish, like the mm-hmm. alpha, was the alpha elite are ridiculous. I don't even remember. They're ridiculous. They should have just been in prison for existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they just like drop from the ceiling of a school dance, and everybody's just letting them do it. They're like in <laughs> tactical gear, and they just drop from the ceiling, like repel out of nowhere, and everybody's just like, like, oh, there's those alpha elites again. Mm-hmm. Boys will be boys, and then go on. I had to just continue the dance, like nothing happened. You know what? You reminded me. Don't make me angry, people, because you know why I don't like Hillary Swink? I'll tell you why. Because of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she, the movie. She is a friend of Buffy, and she's one of the she's mean, and I don't like her. I don't like her from that, and so I don't like her in anything ever after that. For the rest of time, I will hate Hillary Swink because of her role in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, there you go. Is it, is it like a Ben Affleck thing where you see, like, he plays a jerk, but he plays the jerk maybe too well, so you're like, I don't uh-huh. trust that guy. I bet he's a jerk in real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I don't like uh, Chad Lowe either, so that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, so you this don't make like her the angry kid people. who uh, the kid who played Joffrey in the Game of Thrones. It's like, 
He basically has to quit acting because he's a little too good. Is right. it? I don't know. I just he's right on his brother's coattails or whatever. That's what I think. Um, let's let's move on though. Well, if we're gonna move on, then we need to talk about Fear Street Part Two, nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, let's do. I like this one much better than the first one. Yeah, we talked about. I, it must must have been last week, right? We talked a little bit about Part One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, yeah, I agree. Much better. They're still like, in my opinion, I think Melanie might have uh, disagreed with me on this a little bit, but they're still, I feel like it has the problem where most dialogue just serves the purpose of exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I do, I, there is a little bit more character stuff. Way more uh, character stuff. I which think. I think is what you were t- saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that, but there's still kind of some sloppy exposition that said it's cool. It's a camp slasher. Placed in uh, takes place in 1978. Most of the movie it has it's kind of the framing narrative of the characters from the first movie because um, it's an ongoing story, kind of. Mm-hmm. But with a name like Camp Nightwing, I would assume that it's Robin from the first movie. <laughs> I, a little th- bit. Nightwing is not a good name for it, just because of that. <laughs> and I know that's just because we're we've read we're comic nerds. books. Yeah, but uh, it's not great. Because I was like, you can't, how are you going to call that Nightwing? Come on. That's distracting. Call it Camp Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> That's his real name. It's got, I don't know, this lady. And it's got uh, Max from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And because she was in Stranger Things, so she has to be. So, the, so she's typecast now. She's got to be in the 70s, 80s period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> you may be a modern girl, but you'll forever be the 80s. From now on, that's okay. She looks good. She looks good in eighties and seventies ish clothes. Right, I agree. I agree. It's the stripes. Stripes look good on her. Um, and I think she's pretty decent. I think she's a good actor, and she's pretty decent in this. Um, Paul says he's looking forward to doing a complete dive once they're all out because uh, there's one more movie coming out. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Risky. It's kind of interesting. I I really am kind of fascinated by the format of it because it is it's a series it's it's a it's a series where it's essentially one ongoing story a little bit pieces told a little bit out of a order like there's mm-hmm. movie length flashbacks essentially but it's also got an anthology feel because of the different settings mm-hmm. um at least first two anyway i don't know what the third one's going to hold it looks a little different but these first two are definitely like the last one was very scream callback you know slasher this one's definitely got the camp slasher thing the slash i don't know the difference this feels less slashery it is it is a slashery but like when you think about it it's it you kind of know what's going on already from the first movie if you've watched the first movie mm-hmm. so the slasher aspect doesn't have any mystique to it i don't know it's whatever mm-hmm. but that's yeah it is, it is enjoyable, and that's uh, also part of the reason that I I think that they definitely focused way more on on the people, mm-hmm. um, and several different people and their different relationships. And then in the other one, the main people, even they didn't, I think, really focus enough on on them. And here they have like side people that they spent a lot of time on. So that's true. Yeah, that's true, and it does benefit from. Okay, there was exposition but it does benefit benefit from not having to 
do the huge exposition dumps that they did in mm-hmm. the first movie. Yeah, and part of it, I think, is the setting because they have that. Ex- the setting explains a lot of, of of the situation itself, you know. Well, and when there is exposition, because there is still a lot to kind of forward, like you learn more about what the first movie set up. Um, but yeah, it it does. It's tied more into the location and the mm-hmm. plot of this better than the exposition dumps in the first movie. And uh, what did I give this? I think I gave this. I gave this three. I give both the. I, I I like this one a little bit better than the first one for sure. I give them both three because for like slasher cred, it, it, what do you need for slasher? You don't story doesn't matter. You need uh it it shouldn't be just totally boring or eye rolling, and it needs gore. And this goes like the first one. There was at least one notable kill that was shocking and super gory, mm-hmm. and this one, it's the first kill is mm-hmm. super gory and kind of it's it's jacked up it's very hardcore and i was like wow that's mm-hmm. yeah that's a face axe murder <laughs> that's mm-hmm. horrible yeah but <laughs> they had less gory kills in this one but that's for good reason because it would upset people if they did go gory with some of it i'm not going to spoil it but there's reasons um but still the few that they did actually show yeah were great and yeah, and gory. Right. Um, so that's a recommend. That's a kind of a recommend. If you like slashers, definitely mm-hmm. check it out. If you like somewhat cheesy, I, I feel like these are fairly well made. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best, like in terms of like cinematography, but not bad. But if you like kind of cheesy uh, horror you know, it's Fear Street, right? Mm-hmm. If you know Fear Street, you, you kind of know what you're in for, I think. Yeah, but I wouldn't watch this one unless you watch the first one first. Right. Oh, yeah, no. It, it It's kind of like jumping into... Yeah, it's very serial. It's, mm-hmm. It'd be like watching Endgame and not watching any of the Marvel stuff before. You're just like, what's happening? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I think they kind of, like, restate the basics enough. Mm-hmm. And they do... There's even, like, a previously on segment, right? Which right. is like that's not a standalone movie if you had to do it previously on, but mm-hmm. I th- man a, a mini series of sorts mm-hmm. or a trilogy of movies that's one pretty cool format, and I wouldn't mind seeing more stuff like that. Yeah, because that's I mean that's what Marvel that's what Disney's kind of acclimatized us to anyway, right? Or just mm-hmm. TV in general where they have big enough budgets where like at a certain time it, TV definitely st- was competing with movies. Right. They have big enough budgets where they can have, the, I mean, they're not doing Marvel movie budgets, but like the quality's there, mm-hmm. but it's a serial story and you don't have to wait two years, a year to two years between installments like you do with like Marvel stuff sometimes. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then you'd have to wait like six years, not six years really, but six years between seasons. It's an like exaggeration, but still. Yeah, that's true though. That's true. And then you, yeah. Once you get into like Adult Swim's series, mm-hmm. it's like, this well, show's I, been going for fourteen years. There's three seasons, right? But I was actually even thinking like HBO, um, like Game of Thrones, or or um, what's Westworld. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like those, even, they're super well made, and you know they spend a lot of money on it. But it takes you know it takes a while to get that level of good. So there's a few years in between seasons, a couple maybe. Even Doctor Who, and I'm not getting into Doctor Who again, but even Doctor Who, where they'll they'll take a a year off 
come back for a Christmas special or a New Year special and then take another year off. It's like that's two years. You can throw yeah. us like throw us one bone of a special episode. That's not gonna cut it. Come on. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree. I don't like yeah. that. Is there anything else that we need to talk about, or are we oh, good? Real quick. Real quick. Uh, Melanie and I finished Catla because I've oh, got yeah. to I've got to explain my doppelganger comment or at least reference it. Um, we finished Catla, which was uh, that series. I think it's Icelandic. Uh, mm-hmm. That takes place in Iceland, where like there's a volcano that's been kind of erupting, like an underground, under glacial volcano thing, and uh, and then maybe people start showing up that shouldn't be there. Maybe there's uh-huh. already pe- those same people there mm-hmm. uh, without giving away d- too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we finished it, and it's kind of great. Um, yeah. Um... It's weird. It's weird and wonderful. That's my my take on it. Yeah, the ending is good. It's it's satisfying. I don't. I definitely don't. It does not seem like a show that they did not set up another season. Mm -hmm. It seems like a one and done season of a show. Mm -hmm. Uh, The production's good. The characters are weird. Super weird. And at times very frustrating because yeah. It's just like, why would you? No, what are you doing? Why would you react that way? Right. But it it's not like horror movie, like people being dumb to forward the plot. It's just a really weird decision to make certain characters act the way they do. But I think, mm-hmm. especially once you get towards the end, you're like, okay, well, it's because they're trying to make a point or set up a certain thing. It mm-hmm. does have like, it does have an explanation for why weird things happen. So Yeah, well kind of, but yeah. Right. It's things we don't understand. That's it. <laughs> uh, that's kind of an explanation, right? Um but yeah, it's good it's good. It's weird. Um the people are strange, but it's also Iceland. So you know, there's have the happiest people in the world. So maybe it's just that they're also chill there that it's really realistic and we don't know cuz we live in America where everything's crazy. <laughs> Right. That's that could be maybe. Yeah. Maybe them looking just morose the whole time. Maybe that's their like exuberant mm-hmm. joy face. Yeah. Could be. That's their joy face. Like, what are you talking about? This is us when we're happy. We're so content. Well, I mean, consider they're running around during <laughs> like giant ash storms and like having to put down their cow that got out, you know, because it's poison now. They still seem like they're in a decent mood to me. So. The- <laughs> The story is interesting without caffeine. <laughs> the story is interesting. The characters, even though many of them act in ways that I'm like, "What are you doing?" are well realized. And the production, like the setting, though the setting is fascinating. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Is this also the country that we got rare exports from? Oh yeah, is that? I think so. I, I think love so. rare exports too. Yeah, rare exports. Rare Exports is great. Just the vibe of that movie is like, whoa. They it's are weird. Like, so chill. And he just has like this Burmese tiger trap. Like, mm-hmm. why do you have a Burmese tiger trap? Did you know you were going to catch a Santa? <laughs> totally. Rare Exports is so weird because especially once you get to the end, you're like, is this, wait, this seemed like a weird, uh, like melancholy horror movie. But then you get to the end, you're like, 
but I think it's supposed to be a children's movie with, <laughs> with all these like, like dirty the old of naked Santas running around. Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Yeah, Rare Exports is great. Which they heard into a pen. Oh. Um, Feed water and take your Santas for a walk, I guess. Paul says, sounds like a Fallout movie. I'm not sure if you're referencing what we were talking about just now or Catla. Um, yes. I mean, it's not like Fallout the game Fallout, but man, it looks like there's just Fallout happening mm-hmm. constantly. Everything's gray and dead, and it's just like ash and snow all the time. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yep. I mean, you know, maybe maybe not to actually live in it, but <laughs> right. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. I didn't even pull up any pictures for that. Oh well. That's all I got for that. Okay. I don't think there's really much else we watched. Nope. Time to move on anyway. Oh, yay. We love Twitch spam. Let me just... Twitch spam. That's how you know we're on Twitch. You can't be on Twitch without what? Twitch spam. Twitch.tv slash podcast. by the way. I don't... If you buy followers, I don't really think you're famous. Want to want to become famous? No, yeah. Want to get famous? Want to trick the algorithm? Yeah. It's polls. Do polls. <laughs> I think that's the. That's just YouTube, actually. Where can I? Where do? Where is? I don't use Twitch enough. I don't. I can't. Not content. Maybe. Can you block that? Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to get to the. I'm trying to get to the. Uh, he like has the lice. Chat moderation. I think that's the the person's name is I have lice. I have lice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Melanie or Jesse, either one of you guys, what are we, uh, Loki episode six, what are we talking about? We're talking about Loki episode six. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, One of you guys. That was a weird moment for you to get amnesia completely. (laughs) (laughs) Quick. Comes on quick. No, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to moderate this uh, Twitch chat over here and uh, there's so many menus. I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) You should be able to just like click on it and be like, you're done. You're fired manage stream the problem uh, here we go uh, the problem i'm having is because we use Streamyard, and it just routes it over there oh yeah there we go i'm I'm here i'm here too so one of you guys please talk (laughs) yes um so this is the last episode of loki um season one as we spoiled earlier uh and it's interesting Okay, we should also thank you. We should also give a, even though we just talked about uh, Loki, mm-hmm. or even though we just what did we look, spoilers? Okay, even though we just started talking about Loki, we're just we got to do spoiler Spoilers. warning off the top. Yeah, if you haven't Spoilers. watched it, sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing retains your viewership like. Uh, like Telling a- alienating anybody, <laughs> alienating anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing that I wanted to, that I noticed and loved, there that like floating castle thing, whatever it is, the 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 building, um, that they have to go to, it's so pretty, and the, the background is so pretty, the time stream is so pretty, 
I want to live there. Uh, I think it's amazing and wonderful. It's kind of like being in the TARDIS. <laughs> Seeing all of time and space out there in the vortex. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it spun around like vortex. So that was interesting too, because where there was like no beginning or end of it, it was a circle, uh, which I found kind of fascinating myself. Um, and yeah, reincarnation, somebody had mentioned earlier, and I was thinking of that also with the whole, yeah, the circle. Um, when they got inside, I, yeah, I was really surprised to see another person from Lovecraft, Lovecraft country. Um, because you see another person from Lovecraft Country. I like that show. First you get Miss Minutes, you know, like I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, is Miss Minutes gonna be the big bad here? No, that would have been fun, but silly. But she was creepy though. Yeah, she was creepy. But she's gotta be like, you know, yeah, like a computer program or a computer program in hologram form, whatever. I would it's imagine. Creepy AI. Mm-hmm. Gosh, can you imagine if like the chief, the keeper of time and like the ruler of all this stuff was actually a cartoon character? That'd be nuts. <laughs> it's like a reverse Roger Rabbit kind of thing. Yeah. Or like a regular Roger Rabbit thing. Uh, spoilers for a movie that's really old. Right. Hey, uh, Twitch. I know you're listening. <laughs> Your moderation tools suck when uh, you're not a big channel and you just have like a dude who's doing the stream and trying to like moderate. Why can't I just click on the comment and delete it or block it immediately from there? Why do we, I have to go through a whole rigmarole? Because they yeah. want people to feel like they could speak without being censored. They want you to sign up for the big expensive pro channel thing or whatever. Oh. They don't care about censorship on Twitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Clock Lady, Jump Scare made Melanie jump and it was magical. <laughs> it did. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, I <laughs> love that they did a jump scare with the, whatever they're walking into the castle and all of a sudden she just like pops into the screen. It's just like, Hey, and uh, Melanie jumped and it was pretty good. I'm a sucker for jump scares, dude. I can't help it everywhere, anywhere, all the, in comedies that I will get ah, a jump scare. Yeah, it happens. I, I don't know. Uh, you don't have to re-say what you said, but what what did what have you guys talked about? <laughs> I seriously had to put all I put all my attention in we, uh, dealing. We with basically this one just comment. talked about entering the castle, and so essentially okay. we talked about the fact that you you see Miss Minutes right off the bat, and then you see another person from uh, Lovecraft Country, and we didn't get any further than that. I mean, and to be fair, that's kind of the whole episode. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not exactly, or not, you know, not totally, but... Uh, There's a lot yeah. of just monologuing in this episode, so... this. Oh, man. So, what is his name? Let's just go ahead and talk about him. Now, people have... He... He who remains is his official name in this episode. Right. Um, you can hear my typing. I know you can. <laughs> Clicky clack. It's fine. I'm feeling salty. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to find his his Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Um, seems so likable. In, mm-hmm. in in Lovecraft Country, he's interesting too because he's kind of intense mm-hmm. uh, and not necessarily making all the right decisions, but uh, still seems super likable. And here, even though he's kind of the villain, 
man, he's so fun. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very fun to watch. It, it is a great surprise when he just shows up and he's like, just eat an apple and so super nonchalant and casual, mm-hmm. which is the whole thing. And I feel like that can backfire. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. What? Did we lose Jesse? No, he's there. Okay. Uh, well, I see. Sorry, guys. I'm uh, I'm addressing TikTok at the same time. So I, like, oh, I, I, I did TikTok going on. We we mentioned it earlier in in the episode, but uh, I hadn't actually like addressed them yet. And so it was like, hey, just to let you guys know on TikTok what we're doing. Uh, we're talking about the finale. So well, welcome. What do you hear? We complain about Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Twitch is the worst. No, uh, but he. So I liked this episode, episode six. I liked it a lot, actually. And I found Jonathan Majors to be a delight. He was very fun. I agree. He was great. Um, I do like the episode. I was a little disappointed, maybe, in one of the Lokis. But um, but also, I did, the whole set, I mean, I, I understand the, the, the dilemma, you know. But it's the it it it's annoying to me. It's an annoying dilemma because I I think people the people will make decisions based on what I think are selfish reasons, and uh, and luckily that didn't happen. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what does happen then next. I mean, listen, she was upfront about what she wanted to do. That's very true. A I think our Hiddleston Loki is selfish. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, not no, necessarily. Well, I find that interesting. So let's, since we are well into spoilers, um, and if you're listening now, I'm assuming you've watched the show, so we don't really have to like waste a whole lot of time on talking about what is happening in the episode. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think... I mean, this is kind of a stupid question, but Hiddleston Loki, think mm-hmm. he's being up front on the level? He, yeah, I think he was fine. I think he was not wrong that maybe they should take some time to think about things, mm-hmm. but I don't think that she was wrong in what she did either. Uh, Paul says it better be good payoff in season two. We got played. I, I feel I don't. That's interesting. I, I, I can see why people would be upset because we we got lots of answers because they went matrix architect mode and gave us a kind of gave us the man behind the curtain but give him like a whole episode to monologue his his evil plan which wasn't really i mean it kind of was but it's big exposition dump but it's delivered entertainingly i thought mm-hmm. um we don't get like the resolution, but the fact that it does end with like returns in season two, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I'll I'll take a cliffhanger if it means more of this show. I'm a little worried about like what a season two of the show would be, but I'll take it. I don't necessarily feel played. What did you think? I mean, like we've only referred to him as uh, he who remains, but mm-hmm. what did you think of it? Because like going into it, what did you expect? Did you expect that we'd get what we got? Did you expect that uh, we'd get something different but similar, or did you expect something completely different? Because I, I honestly thought we were going to get 
I thought we were going to get like um, somebody pre-existing in the show that we'd seen so far, but maybe as a variant. So like a variant of Loki was right. a popular theory that a lot of people were playing around. I was starting to think that maybe we'd get a, a variant of Renslayer. Because it was like, oh, well, she's kind of set up to be the big bad. She seems like mm-hmm. she knows more than she's letting on. And, uh, yeah, just it, it got to a point where I was like, maybe it's Renslayer, you know. <laughs> and that would still be a tie-in to Kang, the Conqueror. Uh, right. And uh, so that seemed like the most obvious choice to me, toward, like getting closer and closer to this thing. And then we got what we got. And I'll... I'll just speak plainly. I was impressed because it, I honestly didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that story beat, that story setup coming where, where it's kind of like, I'm doing this to avoid, you know, I'm, I'm doing all of this to save you, to save myself from Kang the Conqueror. I'm trying to hold that back because that's, that's worse than anything that I could have done. Right. Right. I honestly, I'm kind of glad it's somebody I wasn't like it's it's essentially a new character. I mean, it's a character it appears to be a character everybody was kind of expecting. Right. Or lots of people were expecting, but not being familiar with Kang, I'm I've and again, well, the way the actor portrayed it goes a long way into my enjoyment of it. If it was just some random dude who had to monologue for, you know, 20 minutes and his delivery sucked, they totally different, totally different. Right. But I'm kind of glad it wasn't just like it's a evil, evil Loki. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad it didn't go that way. Yeah, uh, me too. They could have made that work, but it would have felt a little bit like a okay. It's it maybe seemed, not. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say it's maybe not as cool as an evil cartoon clock, but still pretty good. <laughs> right. Miss it was right. miss minutes the whole time. Like I was impressed that they went there. Like I was like, and that I didn't see it coming. I did not see that eventually. It's like they set the whole series up. Like it should have been obvious. Like this could have always been a possibility. Of course, this is what could happen, right? But it just didn't even enter my mind that it would be a variant. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like sliders. Only um, <laughs> yeah. uh, like the crow mags were not there. It was just more of the same guy. You know, whatever his name was, Quinn or something. More of that guy, and he's a douche. Or, you know, it's like that. I like it. I wonder. You mean the people- national treasure, Jerry McConnell? Yes, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he never refers to his his name himself. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he as I think Jesse said, you know, he refers to himself as several things, but never gives a name. But we know he has been cast as Kang in the next ant-man movie yes mm-hmm. which is interesting um so but then again as he explains like could be an infinite version infinite versions of him right and somehow he i guess by isolating the one timeline that he's from mm-hmm. has negated all of them right. and without with and without him there to do that well they're all going to be back because the timelines are going to split. There's going to be him. He's going to discover the, all this, and it's going to start again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I wonder what like what what is what's Sylvie's? I know her thing was basically revenge, but like then what? 
Mm-hmm. What, what is her? Well, I think that's what she's dealing with too. At the end of this whole thing, is like it's that it's that classic thing of like, what do you do after you have revenge? And now she's gonna face it. Like, well, I got what I was after all along, but mm-hmm. now what? I think I know what a solution would be personally um, for their conundrum is instead of you know having the time the TVA go out and kill. Or, or prune or whatever they call it, all these like worlds and people and things, just go find the hymns as they pop up and get rid of them. That's all you have to do. It's like, you know, you have to look at what's, you know, what's the, what is that called? The greater good, sure. But killing, you know, entire universes is not going to be good for everybody. It's good for the one. You got you to gotta kill the one guy. So it's good for the other universes. That's my opinion. By the way, hey Dana, what's going on? Uh, Dana asks, are they in the quantum realm? Well, the, that's what they've kind of been hinting is that um, the well, I don't know who's been hinting it. Probably the, just the internet uh, they. That, <laughs> that the TVA exists outside of uh, the universe. So mm-hmm. that I guess could be in the quantum realm. Oh, so that's that's where Ant Man comes in, eh? Yep. Um. Also confirmed Greta Thornburg Marvel superhero. Yep. Oh yeah. Be uh, yeah, I enjoyed like all the little you get the little sound bites and clips from a bunch of the different movies and stuff as like the intro credits flies through various realities. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there are some Melanie pointed it out. I didn't catch her. I actually rewatched the episode today. I didn't catch it the first time, but uh there's also some real world clips in there. Greta Thornburg's voice is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. Trying to try to tie it to the real world, huh? <laughs> exactly what we need more real world. Right. <laughs> I, do you think they would ever play it that way though? Where there's like, cause comics will do that. Uh, I've seen doctor, maybe doctor who comics specifically do that where, you know, there's, yeah, there's multiple universes and one of the universes is us. Like right. The actual right. real world, and occasionally a comic book character. Well, yeah, there was that like, one. Well, I'm a comic book character in your world. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-huh. I remember that, you know, looking at whatever, watching VHS tapes of their adventures. Right. Um, they also did that in Supernatural, where like they jumped into the other dimension where they are actually a TV show. So they're on the Hollywood set. And mm-hmm. like the Winchester brothers, the one Winchester brother is like, what are you, Polish? Come on. <laughs> like his, because his last name is Padillac. It was like, what kind of name is that? What are you Polish? That's fun. There was a Netflix show that I think it, what, maybe it just went two seasons. The the OC? No, not the OC. The OA. Oh yeah, yeah. Melanie, you remember that show? I do. It was very weird. Um, yeah, it was only two seasons. And they were definitely setting up another season, but then it got canceled. But the, yeah, like that show went full meta where uh because there's universe hopping in that show as well essentially through (laughs) through the power of interpretive dance yeah i know it's so strange (laughs) uh and they ended up in what seemed like the real world where uh they're like oh there's versions of us but they're actors that Mm -hmm. yeah anyway so uh Mm -hmm. that was at the very end of the last season of that show but it got canceled Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's fun and I think kind of hard to pull off. I wonder if the MCU, 
I mean, I could see them doing fun nods, but I wonder if they'll ever go full on ridiculous with it like that. Mm, they, I mean, they've not. got uh, Spider-Man's going to be all kinds of alternate universe stuff. Mm -hmm. Apparently Ant-Man's going to tie into this whole like different timeline stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Doctor Strange is in the multiverse of madness or whatever. So right. they're going to go. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that was something I was uh, thinking about, too, because well, we had talked about it a little bit. He has the time stone, right? That's the one that he's in control over or whatever. But does it is it gone now because it was used to make the. Uh, I think so. The, whatever the power glove thing. Uh, I know it's not what it's called, but yeah, because they were supposed to go and put them all back. Right. But the where they got it from was from the chick who gave it to him. So. So his just ceases to exist then? Well, okay. So there's uh, new toys that have come out. And it's not even for Doctor Strange. But it's for the new Spider-Man movie. And he's got the eye of Agamotto, which was supposed to be the case that the Time Stone was in. So I don't know mm -hmm. if the eye of Agamotto is going to like revert to like an MCU version. Or not an MCU version. Like a, like a comics accurate version of mm -hmm. the original one. Or mm -hmm. what? You know, like what does it mean? I right. don't know. Okay. Yeah, because I, I spoiling movies, man. Dude, all the time they're doing that with yeah, especially like the, the comic book movies where they have like you know obviously all kinds of toy licensing deals. Yeah. Man, they're all the time spoiling twists and characters. Like we already know several suits, several Spider-Man suits for the next movie because of these toys that are already released. Mm -hmm. But it'd be interesting if. He did have it. He probably won't. Then you're right. But have the time stone. How does that work with this? Uh, with the um, what's it? What's his name? The he who remains or whatever. Is he? Does he uh, like you know? Is, trump him or something? Is he? I have the stone, so that's better than you the or temp, something. Temp pad or whatever they're calling it. Time pad. Mm -hmm. I'm interested. Oh wait, no, I guess not because in the TVA, the, they just use those like paperweights. So I guess not. Right. Huh weird speaking of spider-man suit i'm trying to where did it go there it is yeah here's something from i guess yesterday let me share screen okay so that appears to be some type of possibly doctor strange crossover suit that is gonna be from spider-man no way home they think it seems to be a doctor strange crossover some kind That's but uh, ugly it, it is a bit i feel it is a mm -hmm. bit and how are they gonna put a web on top of a web the little symbol on his shirt is a web it's well not okay. not there but the other it one it was they don't have it there yeah what's his weapon of choice <laughs> oh my gosh that was really bad it was bad not my best work the black and gold's okay i don't i'm not wild about the black and gold with the red in there now I'm just critiquing the suit. Mm -hmm. That's a toy. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. Is that really the face <laughs> on the toy? It's like Uncanny mm. Valley. Quality. Really is. It's like a wax, uh, wax museum kind of thing. Like it's really good, but at the same time horrifying. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Toys are uh, all the time ruining, spoiling things. Great web design. Oh my God, Paul. <laughs> all right. Um, I know. Oh, real quick, becoming my catchphrase. Uh, 
something about this episode that I did not care for was <laughs> it's so funny watching Jesse <laughs> address his TikTok stream. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and shut down the TikTok stream because I, I found out that uh, they can't hear you guys at all. Unless oh, maybe no. My, yeah, unless I just have my volumes set up wrong. But uh, so, so that's pretty boring for him, huh? Real boring for him. Yeah. Sorry about that. I wonder if it's the volume. If you can't hear me, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. That's a fair question. I'm the greatest. <laughs> Suck it, not me's. <laughs> oh, that's when a variant Randy needs to walk in. <laughs> yeah, so it just uh, it just looks like me talking to myself like a crazy person. So <laughs> sweet. So TikTokers, I will uh, I'll join you guys later. Uh, I am on Twitch, so if you guys want to actually see what it is, I'm. Uh, talking about ridiculously, uh, you can go to the link in my bio. It's the t- it's the first one right at the very top. We'll take you to the Twitch that we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey Harlem Knight, we're on Twitch. Go there. I'm gonna end <laughs> this real quick. Thanks, thanks you guys for popping in. I I, uh, I thought that this was working and it was not. And everybody was like popping into the t- to the TikTok for a second and then like disappearing. And it was like. It's because I look like a crazy person, which isn't too far off, but you guys know this. So, Mm -hmm. all right, we'll talk to you guys later and I'll continue talking to you guys right now. Well, see, though, that's going to be our secret. That's going to be our like marketing strategy going forward. Uh, We're going to do live streams as we are, except Jesse, Jesse's side of the conversation will only be on TikTok. So you'll have to go over there and follow him to hear him. Uh-huh. Mine will be on uh, Twitch, so you have uh-huh. to go to Twitch to hear me. Melanie's, uh, you'll be on e- Facebook or YouTube, I guess. You can mm-hmm. no, you'll be on both. Facebook, and then we'll kick YouTube to the curb. You, who needs YouTube? Not us. Not, Not us. us. Hey, Harlem Knight. There we go. Now you can hear the whole conversation. There we go. Hello. He's not crazy. <laughs> there are other people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Man, I was. So, uh, like, I want to jump back to one of Paul's earlier jokes about time, like, you know, like TikTok and t- time and missed minutes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So time wasn't working correctly, mm-hmm. according to Kang. Right. I like he, the- he likes our mixed cast idea. I think it's gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get all, we'll get so many listeners. They'll all stick around, too. Everybody wants to have like their phone up and three tabs open to hear one conversation. <laughs> one conversation and they have to be synced correctly in order for anyone to understand what's oh going on. God. Yeah. Like, right. There can't be any latency on anyone's cast because that <laughs> would be awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's awesome. Hey, time lapse. Hey. Oh, we got Brandon Lapani. What? Brandon, it's been a dog's age. This is Nightwing speaking. Hey, we we were talking about your camp earlier. Camp's camp Nightwing, Nightwing, yeah. Yep. There were no Batmans in that movie, no. by the way. Fear Street Part 2. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. The one guy, the, the, the boyfriend guy, he had a big head kind of like Robert Pattinson, so he could maybe be a Batmans. Yeah. <laughs> Big so so now that everybody is like joining in into the chat, like uh, has I, I, everyone seen Loki? 
Yeah, I'm. I'm. I had like one more point to make, but I don't know how spoilery it is. I'll try to be not spoilery. Uh, the one I love this episode of Loki, episode six. That's what we're talking about. The one thing I wasn't super wild about this episode was uh, Mobius. Like mm-hmm. I, he's he's great, but like his what a big nothing burger <laughs> like that. Right. Just, uh-huh. it, and I feel like it was maybe played for a laugh. He's like, oh, I'm going to stop you type deal. Yes. And then just like, <laughs> I'm oh, the hero no. today. I'm d- I'm going to save the TVA right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it was supposed to be comical. I don't know. But mm-hmm. and, and, you know, his care, his character still a joy also. Oh, so mm-hmm. like his reaction to it, just he's like, he almost goes Eeyore. He's like, oh, down here again. Uh, it's like, he's just like, fine. I failed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- that's a little bit of a disappointment. But mm-hmm. then again, we're like, what's he going to do? He's just going to go back and. Um... I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought, I mean, I guess there was a little bit of forwarding of um, the one chick's story the that was running the TV. I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of forwarding of her, or adding to her story, I should say. But other than that, anything that wasn't taking place in the castle, kind of seemed like it didn't really need to be there. Yeah, it was interesting that in order to convince, uh, who was it that they were trying to convince? Um, oh, it was the as the other hunters. They were like, yeah. "Hey, the only way I can convince you that there's something up is to take you to this high school that Ren Slayer used to be the principal of." Mm-hmm. Right. Effective, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I love TVA crashers. Is there a oh, is that like wedding crash? I'm, I'm trying to get Paul's joke, right? Loki yeah, season yeah. two TVA crashers. Is that like a wedding crashers joke? Because of I'm, uh, I'm gonna guess, yes. Listen, they can't all be winners. It's fine. It's careful. You, I almost nunchucked you. Oh, <laughs> really? My only favorite line in that whole movie is I don't, I've never watched. Never I just about nunchucked you. I've got nunchucks here. Did you see him? I love the music of this show, by the way. There, there's, yes. it's, it changes like not every bit of background music I enjoyed as much as some of the others, but man, overall, like the, some sweet synth action in this episode, man. The music's so good. <laughs> last episode, too. Like the, the music that built up towards the end of last episode was pretty fantastic. Cool music. The show has a lot of a uh, a lot of the flavor that I feel like kind of got established. I mean, it's 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 when the MCU goes galactic, weird galactic sci-fi. It's got that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok, super colorful, uh, almost Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't remember the music going this way, but Thor Ragnarok definitely had the synth stuff going on. Like it's got that flavor to it to this the, the this whole season, and I like that a lot. How did you feel about how it ended? Did it feel like it ended? Uh, was it satisfying? Because I'm I'm hearing people who are like, Bleh. no. I mean, it was. I, I'm not unhappy with it. It's a cliffhanger, right? It's, it's it's. I feel like it's not supposed to be satisfying, right? I felt like it was like um, Empire Strikes Back satisfying. You know, like yeah, like right. everything is left in flux, like Hans mm-hmm. in carbonite and. Luke just lost a hand. He's alive, but he's, you know, like questioning everything now. 
the empire is clearly on top. I felt like it was more for me, at least more like um, Inception with the top where they spin it and you don't know. And you're like, well, what does that mean? Well, who cares? It's over. It it can mean whatever you want it to mean in your head. Uh, I felt kind of I felt kind of like that with it. And then they said there was going to be another season. And I'm like, okay, that that makes sense. I can understand how a lot of people would want that for closure. But I thought it was fine without it. I see I see Jesse chuckling and I know which comment he's chuckling at. Paul says like he kissed his sister satisfying. No, no, not that kind of satisfying. It's, no. Oh I mean genetically she's a she's him, oh. but like it would be pretty close to a it sister. It still actually. is, yeah, you're right. It is still Okay what? Empire. <laughs> well, I mean they're kinda of like the same person. The Lokis are kinda of like the same person. They were making out both making out with each other, so yeah, I suppose it could be that kind of satisfying if that's what you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> Feige insists on like a Star Wars reference in all the movies, and maybe that's translated over to the show. And they're like, "Man, I like this. I like this writer's room. I don't know who wrote this show, but I like the way they think." If they're like, "Well, what if?" Right. He kissed his. What if? Right. Indeed. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, Brandon says this leads into Doctor Strange two. Yeah, and as Harlem Harlem Knight said. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's the next, what the next season is going to be like, especially since the multiverse idea will continue into the upcoming movies. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell because if I'm assuming the season two won't be till after at least one or two of the upcoming movies, so I feel like whatever happens there will potentially change considerably what season two might be like. Mm-hmm. And th- there's no way it can be exactly more of the same. Um, but do you think they've already rolled into this next season production? I can't imagine that they've even started. I, I man, I wouldn't think so, but I, I wouldn't think so. I do guess. Think, it, go ahead. Do you Sorry. think since it is doing well, do you think they're going to use this as a way to bring Loki back into the main MCU universe? Because he's my favorite character. Anything's possible now, you know. Mm-hmm. Like literally anything is possible now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, I've heard speculation that he will be. Uh, like, if possible. they could afford it, Robert Downey Jr. could come back. They can't afford it, so it mm-hmm. won't happen. Right. Yeah, but God, he got he had such a good deal. That's their fault for not expecting it to do well. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I think there's speculation that. Uh, Loki is it, it's in Doctor Strange 2 or Spider-Man I feel like it's probably not Spider-Man since that's still like a weird although who knows with Spider-Man but like isn't that still in a weird licensing situation so it is but it's I mean like Marvel can essentially do what they need to by virtue mm-hmm. of the deal that they penned uh, but also Sony has has the ability to do some stuff too I don't I don't know yeah. Harlem Knight. Nope. The question is, which one is the main MCU? The mm-hmm. one they're making movies and TV shows about. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. I feel like since we're that is kind of the risk, right? Uh, it's a little bit like what we're talking about at the beginning of the season. Although with all the stuff that's happened, I think it's changed now. But we're like, what does this really mean for like all the MCU stuff that we've watched at this point? Does mm-hmm. it mean, not that we, we're really concerned about it. We're Doctor Who fans. Canon doesn't mean anything. Time travel ruins everything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We can just deal with it. But uh, what is it like? Does it 
so does any of that really matter because mm-hmm. things change and i think it's just a matter of the main mcu like all the tva stuff following this loki he's already a non main mainline mcu loki this whole time mm-hmm. but it still feels like we're just still in the yeah it's, it's all the mcu mm-hmm. So. I think my favorite like Loki um, theory that's much ado about nothing is that they've never pruned a Hulk. <laughs> there's no fe- there's like no evidence that that's true, but they've right. never pruned a Hulk. There's also no evidence that they've ever pruned a Hulk. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would man. think if they did, he would die pretty quickly because he would get angry and he'd be big, and that'd be easy for whatever that cloud dog thing to spot smoke monster he would just like yeah. run right into the smoke monster yep exactly yeah. yeah um you could but... stop him from running into it <laughs> mm-hmm. hulk's yeah. in a weird spot first off hulk's expensive mm-hmm. like right. to have on the regular hulk's expensive if you're gonna have him in hulk form mm-hmm. but also i believe hulk is still like the reason we don't get hulk movies specifically it's because mark ruffalo is weird well, no, it's he is weird. <laughs> I, I find him enjoyable, but he I do too. Is but an unusual character, yeah. Like him as a person seems like an unusual character. Yeah, that's what I meant. But uh, there's 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 licensing issues. Like right. some other company has a piece of him, mm-hmm. kind of like the Spider Man. He has deal. to show up in other people's movies. He can't show up in a Hulk movie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay because that, so far every Hulk movie that I've seen was crap, in my opinion. Oh, interesting. Paul says Marvel only has the only owns his Avengers rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is that why they're doing She-Hulk? Well, I think they I, own She-Hulk, right? She-Hulk but I mean, rights, so they can that's its own deal. So they can do Hulk Hulky stuff without mm-hmm. worrying about like if 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 they decide they could. I don't think they'd ever do a She-Hulk movie, but they could do a She-Hulk movie. And do mm-hmm. Hulky stuff without worrying about yeah stepping hmm. on Hulk right shoes. Why why wouldn't they make a She Hulk movie? You know they they do like the picture lineup of the chicks. So obviously they're all for women now, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you're talking about the end game like yeah <laughs> line, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean maybe no, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm not saying they wouldn't. I believe they're doing the show. They're doing a sh- series. Mm-hmm. If that was a real thing, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Why do I, I feel like so. I dreamt that. It's not even a thing <laughs> no, I necessarily. No, I, saw, I saw an image for it and it's, it's supposed and there to be was Disney casting Plus, news right? and stuff. Yeah. It's not um, even like a Hulu thing, you know. Like oh, right, a Modoc there, or there is some weird Hulu things, aren't there? Yeah. Like Modoc, and then they were going to do a Howard the Duck. I don't know if that fell through, but. He like, was in was cartoon form. Yeah. Harlem Knight says, but, but Ed Norton. Do you think Edward. Norton regrets being kind of a diva. Uh, I I think. Or do no. you think he, he's just like? No, he's kind of Mark. Yeah, Ruffalo he's got like a weird, above all this. almost pretentious. Yeah. Yeah, he's a d bag. So I don't. I mean, you know. He he does seem to like to throw his weight around, and mm-hmm. that usually causes problems. And I, you know, I get whatever like you want. If you're going to be in a thing as an actor, I would think I'd want. Yeah, I'd want to make sure. It's the thing that I was promised it was going to be, but he seems to like to get in there and then I don't understand like actors who are like, do it this way. It's like, but 
you were hired as the actor, not the director. If you wanted to direct the thing mm-hmm. or write it, get that job. So yeah. it's pretty weird when. Yeah, you need to go take a lesson from Willem Dafoe. He's just the paint on the director's canvas. You do what they tell you to do and you just be weird. And then it turns out amazing. Hey, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, Harlem Night. Yeah, thanks for dealing with the TikTok weirdness and jumping over <laughs> onto bed. So mm-hmm. figure it out sometime. Yeah, it's nice. It's I, nice to have more people to interact with. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. I thought there was somebody. Oh, I don't remember what Paul was referencing now. William de Creepy. Don't you dare. He is creepy. His face oh. is creepy, but he's cool. He's a treasure. He's mm-hmm. a planet planetary treasure. <laughs> uh, just cast him in everything. Just put him in everything. Oh, Paul, of course you're enough. But, you know, we, we Randy has a lot of salt to spread. And if we put it in too much in one place, then it'll, it'll, it'll it, shrivel up like a yeah. slug. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> good <for> your blood, <laughs> not good for your blood pressure either. Right. Yeah. yeah. Too much salt. Too much. So, so we got to spread it out amongst others. That's all. And with Savannah <laughs> not here, you know, not tonight. Yeah. Listen, we're, we're uh, I'm toying with the idea of trying different time slots or days to see how viewership goes. Mm-hmm. Today's doing pretty good though. Yeah. Mainly because Jesse pulls him in with his TikToks, his <laughs> ticks and his talks. Uh, but generally. Yeah, I don't like doing a live stream for one person. <laughs> so, <laughs> not that I don't like doing a live stream for Paul, but we need more. We need more Pauls. Pauls, you mm-hmm. don't want to be alone. Yeah. We need Paul variants. Yeah. 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 We need the TVA to get on that. I'd call them the Paul bearers. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting. We're start. Yes. Trademark me. I own your likeness now. Uh, <laughs> and so we're going to make a comic book and sell it to Disney. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I am a toysiopath. Jesse, the toysiopath and the Paul bearers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're creating our own alternate universe now. <laughs> okay, I don't have anything else to say about this episode. Overall, I enjoyed the season a lot. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. It had like the one episode that we were like, I don't know, this is a misstep, right. and. It, it definitely didn't end up where I thought it was going to, but I'm not disappointed with where it's at. Yeah. Right. Of course I don't. I, want I am disappointed. There was not more alligator Loki. I'm disappointed. There's no, there was no jet ski. Yeah. No jet ski. You know, they really missed an opportunity when, uh, when Mobius saved Sylvie in that, in that, like in the void or whatever they were calling yeah. it. Yeah. He really should have saved her on a jet ski. That would have been like the perfect way to tie it in. Mm-hmm. It's a car. Wait, pizza, pizza car. car. Why? Yeah. Jet ski, or even a jet ski car. I don't know what that yeah. would look like. The same, but it's got a jet ski instead of the pizza. Yeah. Wait, a jet ski car would be like a motorcycle or a four wheeler or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. ATV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Th- I I feel bad for his. Like they didn't do his character justice in the ending. I'll say that. Um, so they could have done that differently. But but yeah, I thought it was a great season. I I thought everything was wonderful. I was excited about it all, even the stupid stuff. And uh, I was fine with the end, but I'm happy that they're going to do more just because I liked it so much. 
Paul really doesn't like that end the end credit scene, the mid credit scene, which is hardly a scene at all. But I felt like it was more satisfying than uh, than Captain America taunting me for sticking around through the end credits of a Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's the, for me. That was the worst uh, mid credit end credit scene. It was like, really, I waited around to be, you know, talked down to by Captain America. I used to like that guy. Spoilers again. Paul says, I felt bad. Mobius forgot his friend. Yeah, I mean, that, okay, that is not a satisfying thing, but that is definitely a like setup for future stuff. Here's right. where, here's, here's, they're leaving it in a place where it's like, now we got to figure this out next season. Right. Um, yeah. The odds are really stacked up against our hero. Right. Wait, and, he, he forgot him? Well, he didn't. I know thought it was. Just- yeah. Yeah, I, he's been I, a different universe or something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not, he didn't forget him. It's just a different him, right? Chan- yeah, chances are that other Mobius is still out there mm-hmm. sitting in that chick's office like, tried to burn it down. Wow. <laughs> she is not trustworthy. Even when I feel like the writers are writing her, telling her the truth, I don't trust her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand her motivations at all, but that's okay. I guess I don't need to. I mean, they've got a whole other season to let us know. And it is kind of a fun little dangling plot thread where I'm like, what is, what even is her deal now? Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely feel better if there was no, if they hadn't announced there would be a season two. Yeah. I'd be, by the way, if you heard that burp, I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of happened. It's adorable, right? Like, like Rick. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like WandaVision, I guess wrapped up the main plot of the of this season, mm-hmm. but then like left all this kind of dangling stuff, and it's just done. Mm-hmm. And we're not promised any WandaVision season two. I'm sure. I'm assuming some of that stuff's going to carry over to movies, maybe because she's definitely popping up in uh, Doctor Strange. Um, but like, as far as I know, Paul Bettany has not necessarily been signed on for anything at the moment that mm-hmm. we know of that's been announced so right. like what's up with uh uh white vision yeah so you know what's the deal right i i'm it's, it's interesting i know that they were going to like release them in a different manner but it's almost like thank goodness they released it the way they did because these disney plus shows just trained me to have uh like no expectations by the time that I got to this one because it's like WandaVision, you're expecting Mephisto, you're expecting like all you're expecting a Doctor Strange tease at the end, you're expecting all this stuff. Nothing, nothing. And then and then you get uh, Captain America and the Wear Soldier, and you're, you're like I don't know who I was expecting to show up in that, but it was like, may- maybe we'll see, uh, maybe Steve uh, Rogers will just make a cameo at the end and be like, mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew you were the Captain America. Da-da-da. You know, like some some kind of cameo. You're like, I have no expectations for this. And then when we got here, I was like, everybody's like, it's going to be Kang. It's going to be Kang. It's going to be Kang. And I'm like, it's not going to be Kang, guys. It's not. It's going to be something else. Be Loki. They're going to reference Kang. They're going to set something up maybe but it's not gonna be kang and then he's there and he's delicious it it really is like troll troll training like troll mentality style training of you where 
Yeah, because WandaVision sets up all these expectations and got people all like hyped yeah. and then just stepped on all of them. All, even even Quicksilver, you were like, that's Quicksilver. You were like, yeah, it's Quicksilver. No, it's Boner. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Boner, that's who that is. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier was just like, I don't know. You don't need expectations. It's not relevant. No. And then uh, this one. Some like, people were thinking a scroll reveal or something like that. I don't know. Like, nah. It's going to be, it's Flag Smashers the whole, the whole time. <laughs> flag Smashers. Cool, yes. guys. Cool. You're great. <laughs> Madripoor. That, I guess Madripoor was our reveal. Uh, we, we got uh, Zemo with, a, with the hood. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. Interestingly, I feel like, I guess maybe conceptually some of WandaVision was weirder, but I feel like that was, it was out there, but still kind of reeled in. And this one isn't necessarily weird. It's just like big classic sci-fi concepts. It's just like uh-huh. diving headfirst into it, you know. Um, I don't know if WandaVision would have landed as well right? if it were reversed. No, right. it, it, I don't think it would have. Right. Honestly. This would have. I'm going to. Rem- yeah, I'm going to try to keep your mindset, Jesse, of like just you can't no expectations for anything. Mm-hmm. any of nope. it just let it be see what happens but yeah this would have set the bar way too high mm-hmm. given like that wandavision did look weird and interesting if it followed this i would have expected more of wandavision right i agree so those movies man dr strange the multiverse of madness spider-man like you guys you better yeah, you better do it right because yeah. mm-hmm. okay maybe i do have expectations the bar's high from a TV show. Mm-hmm. Right. Do the movies right. I know Sam Raimi, I believe he's still, uh, he was the director of the next Doctor Strange. I don't know. Over oh, this, right? Yeah. If he's allowed to go, I don't know, whatever. Sam Raimi, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from a Sam Raimi Marvel movie at all. Right. Like, I, I guess Spider-Man 2 is like the best thing you could hope for, right? But. Right. They let him. Right. Uh. So, Randy, did you uh, get rid of the timer? <laughs> hey, Melanie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I forgot to set one. Mm, okay. Maybe I looked and was like, oh, it's an hour and 20 in. Yeah. Hey, 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 Melanie. Hey, hey, what? What should we be amazed about? Um, they wrote, it's going to be real quick. They found a new method, which involves some X-raying and um, some subatomic physics to decipher some 2,000-year-old texts uh, that were buried in a library um, when, with the, uh, the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. So that's super exciting. Um, new techniques, um, because they can't open them up because they will break apart. Um, they did try before a couple of them and they, and they got destroyed. Uh, but now, so yeah, they're gonna, they're scanning them and like bouncing stuff off of them. You know, the, I'm not going to get into the sciencey stuff cause I know people zone out, but so yeah, they can scan now, um, basically like kind of logs of scrolls, um, and read the ink inside. Um, so that's amazing. It's almost like I'm sure it's very different than x-rays but like a 3d x-ray almost where it can yeah yeah that's super interesting yeah for sure mm-hmm. 
So, so we're going to possibly get some new stuff that's actually some really old stuff. Um, some texts that we know existed, but we don't have any copies of them anywhere. They're pretty excited, and they think they, maybe some of those are going to be in there. So It's the Necronomicon. Yay. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, maybe I machine. didn't say every little bit exactly right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, that's super cool. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm to find uh old texts mm-hmm. it's gonna be like you up <laughs> <laughs> no it was a it was library not a not a bedroom <laughs> <laughs> you up you gotta whisper okay it was a bad joke yeah moving on um jesse you got anything uh exciting you want to tell people about before we bounce um, main thing is that over on TikTok, I've been doing, uh, it's, it's kind of all, it's all kind of connected. Uh, I've been doing a challenge and it's, uh, it's kind of a throwback. It's throwback to the, uh, superior comic show challenge that we were doing way back in the day. Oh, the right. Yeah. Day challenge with Peter. Well, uh, also Peter from superior comic show is starting his own comic book, Balor. And he's got a Kickstarter going for it right now. So uh, I posted the link in our Facebook, uh, Grox Podcast Facebook group. And uh-huh. uh, you can you can help him fund this comic book. Cool. He's got an artist lined up. I mean, he's got some artwork up there mm-hmm. to show it off. And looks pretty cool. cool. So I would encourage people to go check that out. And if you want to play along on the challenge i'm posting that on twitter and uh tiktok for sure it's kind of originating on tiktok because that's where we're both more active right now Mm -hmm. but i'm also posting it on twitter when i remember i i actually yeah i enjoyed those those like kind of 30 day whatever challenge things yeah yeah one of the few times the prompts the prompts are so perfect for tiktok the only problem is is like the format of one a day is it's got to be almost more evergreen you can't say like it's day four it's just Mm -hmm. like here's the prompt go for it right Right. yes this is the fourth prompt but just go for it because it's evergreen Mm -hmm. cool go check it out where can hey if they want to if they want to follow you on tiktok jesse how do they how do they do that it's at nerdsounds.com. It's D-O-T. Yeah, you got to spell it all out. You got to spell it all out. But if you search Nerd Sounds, you'll find me. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, that's all I got, too. So, hey. Yep. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, future podcast listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, hey, what was that country? Uh, I won't even mention it because I can't remember the country. I was going to give them a prop, give them props because we used to be on there like, TV review uh, Apple charts New Zealand. No, we were pretty big in New Zealand. We were, I, we were number one in New Zealand for a little bit, but there's others. That's yeah. we, haven't, we haven't name checked uh, Taika Waititi. By the way, he's everywhere. Mm. I see Korg oh. everywhere. Korg. I heard yeah. Korg in the in the Loki intro. Uh huh. Korg and Deadpool were hanging out together. To I've seen that. It's weird. Talk about a Ryan Reynolds movie for whatever reason. Right. Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi movie. Mm-hmm. Weird. Oh, that's right. He's in that. Yeah, it's super fun. Listen, yeah. it's great. And we like New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I do like New Zealand. Like Korg. 
Looks like he's got four hands, and two of them got gloves on. I like him. That seemed pretty good. (laughs) Your accent seemed pretty good. All right. So then, without doubt, with that, with that, with that, that's all, folks. (laughs) You literally did a Porky Pig. Like a blah 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 blah. That's all, folks. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. Episode six. What are we talking about? We're talking about Loki episode six. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. Okay, well, one of you guys. That was a weird moment for you to get amnesia completely.